Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. I mentioned that uh, we were going to talk about female hormones um, now, just before the break. Well, the good news for my next guest is that that was meant to be with somebody else. <laughs> not not with the man I'm about to talk to now, because that would be a bit much, wouldn't it? <laughs> two, two men talking about female hormones. That is not what we're talking about here. But we are talking about um, mental health in the context of tennis player Naomi Osaka. She's withdrawn from the French Open because of the furore caused by her boycott of media duties that players have at that top level. Um, and she has pointed to her mental health struggles, her anxiety, and how these media conferences are a trigger for that anxiety. Um, and uh, Connor Nyland, uh, former professional tennis player from Limerick, of course, who knows what it's like to play in some of these big uh, tournaments like Wimbledon and the US Open is on the line. Good morning to you, Connor. Hey, Joe. How are you? So what do you make of this? Um, well, look, it's become a huge story. Um, and like I suppose, like a lot of Grand Slams, um, just the off-court story uh, sometimes overshadows the on-court story, certainly in the first uh, week or so. Um, and yeah, look, this has been a few days in the making, I suppose. Um, Naomi put out a, a tweet or on social media about five days ago um, out of the blue, nobody saw it coming, um, saying that she wasn't going to be uh, going to be doing any press conferences um, due to the fact that it was um, uh, it was it was affecting her mental health, um, and uh, suggested at the end that she was going to get fined an awful lot of money, and that that um, that money should potentially go to a mental health charity. Um, and obviously, um, it caused uh, an awful lot of. Um, sort of backlash, I suppose, in the media, a lot of people talking about it, um, and also all of the various tennis governing bodies issued various statements, and she did get fined after her first round win. Um, and uh, then a couple of days later, uh, her sister, Mario Saka, posted uh, something on, on Reddit, another website, um, sort of trying to explain and give a little bit more background on, on Naomi's decision. And she seems to suggest that it was more of a colour of confidence preservation sports decision um, that she she didn't want people impressed sort of putting doubts in her mind that she wasn't good on clay and that she was she didn't want people putting doubt in her mind um, and that seems to be what's triggered Naomi's uh, response yesterday to actually withdraw from the tournament um, and obviously there's it's a very difficult subject because mental health is so um, it's so personal it's so serious um, and at the same time you know where where do you you know it's so hard to see where the where the truth lies here is it was it more of a confidence preservation thing or was it a mental health and obviously Naomi talked about her depression that she's been struggling with since 2018 yesterday in her in her statement um which obviously has to be taken very seriously as well so look at it's just it's opened up a huge conversation i suppose um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. been a busy couple of days. Well, I think it's, I mean, we were only talking about it in the last hour and we've chatted about it a lot on this show in recent months. I think we all know, maybe in a way we never knew before, what it is like to struggle mentally because of the pandemic. So there would be a lot of sympathy for Naomi Osaka. And the problem, I think, for the French Open authorities is that it makes them look hard-hearted. Yeah, and I think, look, Grand Slams are stressful environments, and then when you throw in 
COVID bubbles and there's a curfew in Paris at the moment uh, that exacerbates it. But I think the issue here, I think, is how it was communicated uh, by Naomi. Um, I think if she'd maybe done it privately or else come up with maybe a solution or, or suggested something collaborative that, look, if there is a problem here with press conferences in the way that they're handled, people are coming off a tough loss and have to face the media. Um, it's, it, it, it's more of a long-term conversation. I think the fact that Naomi put, put the statement out, it made it look a little bit like she was flexing her muscles a bit. She's probably gone beyond the point where she needs to rely on the traditional media to put out her messages. She's got uh, huge followings. She makes an awful lot of money, um, and while um, she, I think, has a valid point, um, it was. I think it was the way it was the way it was, it was communicated. I think has put her on the back foot yeah. uh, in the last couple of days. Right, but the difficulty that uh, tennis has um, uh, and the French Open has is that television contracts are massive. Uh, the media access is a key part of all of that. And the truth is that none of these players in any sport that we see who are interviewed after a loss want to be there. They're contracted to be there. It's signed into a lot of these media deals, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, 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 uh, it's there in black and white um, on the on the Grand Slam rule book um, that you're fined 15,000. And obviously, uh, I think... It's the fact that she was preempting that she wasn't going to do it for the rest of the tournament. I think potentially she was going to run the risk of being defaulted from the event. Um, but again, I think the fact that there was no solution offered by Naomi here, that, you know, I, I don't know if there could be a, be something where if you do take a loss, that maybe it is limited to three questions. I don't know. Um, but again, I think it was the fact that it was it was just thrown out there really late in the day, the day before the tournament started saying, I'm not doing this. I'm not having a conversation with anybody about it. I'm just going to put this out there. This is my decision. And you can kind of like it or lump it. I think that was the problem. And obviously now that she's come out with the fact that she's had these mental health struggles since 2018, obviously it, it, it clarifies things a little bit and people can be understanding and empathetic about that. But again, I just think that message needed to be to be managed a little yeah. bit better. Well, look, um, Connor, she's very high profile, of course. She's a Grand Slam winner herself. And having sat at a few media conferences myself over the years um, uh, and watched the questions being asked of people who are often under pressure for political reasons or after a sporting loss or whatever, the truth is actually the media aren't big fans of them either because very little ever comes out of them. The questions become um, formulaic. The answers become even more formulaic. And I've seen some members of the tennis media say, actually, we would prefer to do this in a slightly different way. We would prefer to maybe have some one-to-one time with players, but players don't want that either. Yeah, I think tennis, um, say compared to the golf, I feel like the golfers do a way better job of communicating kind of who they are uh, to the media. Tennis players seem to want to to grab their bags and get back to the hotel after an event. Whereas, you know, you look at a poor Carrington or a Roy McIlroy after, even if they miss the cut at a big event, uh, they tend to, to to stick around and uh, and answer and answer fully. Um, uh, so I okay, I don't know. I think that's maybe just more of a, a kind of a culture thing within tennis. Um, they don't. They seem to be a little bit more guarded with the media. Um, but you're right. I think press conferences as I say, are are probably a little bit outdated now and, and the power now is in more of the players' hands. Like Naomi has, I don't know how many million Instagram followers so she can put out whatever she wants and it's going to get to um, an awful lot of people as opposed to going through the 
you know, a, a journalist from the Guardian or the Times or the New York Times that's going to be writing a piece that eventually gets posted the next day in a newspaper. You know, <laughs> the modern media it, it has changed has changed a lot in the last ten years. So I think this is a this story is sort of a symptom of that as well. All right, listen, super to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time this morning. That is former pro tennis player from Limerick, of course, Connor Nyland, talking about that controversy around Grand Slam winner Naomi Osaka, who's pulled out of the French Open, uh, talking about uh, her own mental health challenges and uh, being forced, in essence, to appear at media conferences when she doesn't want to. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.